podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to the Daily Red. Normally your lunchtime catch-up on all things Liverpool today, a little bit later. But we'll jump straight in. Jurgen Klopp has confirmed that Alison Becker and Fabinho will not play against Watford. They're not returning to the UK. They are travelling directly from Brazil to Madrid, as predicted earlier this week on this podcast. Um, Fabinho played last night in Brazil's 4-1 win over Uruguay. Uh, he did come off in the game, but he's not injured. Alisson did not start. Edison was given the nod in goal. So at least Ali didn't have to waste his time, you know, travelling all the way to Brazil to not play in this game. Um, so we will be without them at the weekend. That almost certainly will mean Queeving Callagher in goal and Jordan Henderson in the holding midfield position. Trent is back, so you'll have Trent at right back. Left back is probably a question mark for this one with Atletico on Tuesday and then United at the weekend. Could Klopp go with Costas for this game or will he play Costas in in Madrid? Same questions to be asked at centre-back. Is it Matip and Virgil? Do they play all three games in a row? That seems unlikely. Will he play... I suppose it, it it all depends on results, doesn't it, and performance, because they were so poor um, against Brentford at times that he just played the same team against Porto to try and get a reaction for the City game. Atletico's a tougher task than Porto, but I suppose if the, if things don't go well, Against Watford, maybe he just rolls the same team, or you know, with the with Ali and Fab back in for Atleti, and then that's the team for for United. Um, question marks in midfield. We know Harvey's out long term. We know Thiago won't be back for this game. Curtis Jones will miss this game. Jurgen uh, confirmed that he returned from England duty injured. Now that is a bit of an annoyance because. He missed the first game through what we were told was a precaution, was then brought on in the second game, and then he gets injured. So that's not ideal. That's him now ruled out as well. Nabi Keita picked up a knock late on in Guinea's game against Morocco. We don't know the extent. We don't know how, how much of an impact it had. Maybe he's absolutely fine. Maybe it was just something that hurt a little bit in the moment. But as things stand, we've got four midfielders going into this game. And four out, which, you know, it's not not the greatest situation. Now, they are short-term, Bar Harvey, but at the same time, it's not an ideal situation for us. The four midfielders are Naby Keita, Jordan Henderson, Alex Oxlade-Chamberlain and James Milner. My guess is that he starts with Ox, Henderson and Milner. That, but that is purely a guess. He could start Ox, Henderson and Naby if Naby's okay to play. Obviously, he could start Naby, Henderson and Milner. None of them are ideal. None of them are really what you'd want. But it is what we is. We move on. Um... Up front, I assume it's the traditional front three of Salah, Firmino and Mane rather than the the Jota uh, iteration of the front three. But again, we, we'll have to wait and see. 
jumping around the club sites, the club site itself uh, confirms that Alison, Fabinho and Curtis will all be out and that the two Brazilian boys are travelling directly to Madrid to avoid any quarantine issues. Um, Thiago remains sidelined and obviously with Trent back. Jota is in contention for the Reds, but whether or not he's fit to start, we'll wait and see. Nice piece on This Is Anfield. Ten key things to know ahead of Watford versus Liverpool. Uh, Watford have made a solid start. That's absolutely true. That made the sacking of Cisco even more surprising. Uh, Claudio Ranieri is their new manager. If anyone missed that, he he was appointed um, just into the international break. Liverpool, obviously, as we know, will be without key players. There's a projected lineup, which is Kelleher, Trent, Matip, Virgil, Robbo, Henderson, Milner, Keita, Salah, Mane, Jota. Also a suggestion that maybe he'll play 4-2-3-1. I think it'll be 4-3-3. We don't have the midfielders to play a 4-2-3-1. So it would be a strange decision. Uh, Jurgen Klopp has aired his displeasure, shall we say, with the FA. Uh, When we talk about federations, Curtis Jones came back injured from the under-21s. So great, that's not okay as well. It's really difficult to get proper contact even with the English Federation, because they just do what they want. He didn't train, was not involved in the first game. They didn't do a scan. Then he played a few minutes in the second game. Very important that he played there. Came back, slight injury, not available for tomorrow. Uh, Yeah, I mean, look, it was Andorra. There was no reason to bring him off the bench. The game was won. You didn't need to play him at all. Uh, there's a, the number six then is Curtis being a big miss. Number seven is Liverpool's iffy record at Vicarage Road. The Reds have won only two of their last five visits, one of which was an undeserved 1-0 in 16-17, thanks to the Emre Chan overhead kick. There was a 3-0 win in eighteen nineteen with Trent scoring a free kick. But it has been... It has been a difficult place for us to go. Um, we've gone there and smashed them and then ended up not winning, like when we played them in the 3-3 Salah's first game. Um, we should have hammered them that day and somehow threw that one away. Uh, there's a did you know. The general consensus is that Mo Salah is the world's best player in current form. It's hard to disagree. I'm not sure that's the general consensus. Among Liverpool fans, sure. But if you were to canvas... All football fans, you'd get a lot of mention for Karim Benzema and a lot of mention for Lewandowski. But I would agree that Mo is number one, but I don't think it's a general consensus. Uh, he's been in unplayable form of late, and one statistic sums up just how good he's been. He's made nine appearances in twenty one in twenty twenty one. What in twenty one twenty two? That's meant to say it says twenty twenty one. He's only failed to score in one of those matches, which was the Burnley game. Uh, John Moss is the referee. Um, yeah. Yeah. Wouldn't be a big fan of John Moss, to be totally fair. Uh, but he refereed us three times last season and we won all three. So that's quite good. And Liverpool are obviously live on the telly. That is the tenth and final thing to know. Uh, five things we learned from Jurgen's press conference, obviously the stuff on the Brazilians, 
more injury problems, Klopp not being happy with the FA, Klopp being in awe of Claudio Ranieri. Now, it's not that he's in awe of Claudio, it's that he's in awe of Claudio's youthful appearance. I think he's being very kind, being honest. And then he did comment on the Newcastle situation. Um, He didn't say anything that I think will cause much controversy. He said he thinks Newcastle will make some mistakes with their new money, but they will become the new superpower in football. Money cannot buy everything, but over time they have enough money to make a few wrong decisions and then make the right decisions. Then they will be where they want to be. I don't think they can avo- that can be avoided in the long term. I think Jürgen's looking at them as basically the same as Manchester City. You look at City's first three years, lots of mistakes. Then they get the right manager in, they buy the right players, and all of a sudden they're off to the races and they're winning titles, and everything goes up from there. I think we'll see the same at Newcastle. Newcastle starts from a lower position than even City did, though. So if you were to look at the Newcastle team and be fair, St. Maximum, maybe Jamal Lewis, maybe Willock. The goalkeepers are okay. You wouldn't be overly keen on the centre-back group. Midfield, Hayden's is okay. Almiron is okay. But they're the only ones that you would even want in a squad that was going to go and challenge for a title. And St. Maximum might be the only one who'd be a starter in that team. So they have a whole bunch of work to do. They're not really anything to worry about in the near future. Um, Deco, the agent of Rafinha, formerly of Barcelona, Porto, and Chelsea has come out and confirmed Liverpool's interest in his client and discussed a permanent a potential move. This comes off the back of Fabinho saying he thought this deal was going to happen in the summer. So it does look like there is strong interest. This is also off the back of Sven Botman coming out and saying that he spoke to Liverpool. Liverpool had interest in him and that that allegedly took place after they'd already signed Kanate. So just for all those who were, you know, happy to tell people, well, Klopp clearly didn't want any more signings. It looks like you were wrong. Uh, it looks like Liverpool did want to make some more moves. Maybe just the price on Rafinha got away from them this summer, or they couldn't find the right structure of a deal. Uh, Liverpool.com have a headline piece. Andy Robertson makes a Liverpool request to Jordan Henderson, and it could offer a clue about next season. So... On the new episode of Wingmen, Robertson laid down his Liverpool vice-captaincy credentials to Jordan Henderson. Um, You would imagine Virgil will be the next vice-captain once Milner is gone. He is already the leader of the team, the leader on the pitch. And we saw last season, without Virgil, the complete lack of leadership in the team. So while Andy Robertson's a good captain for Scotland, etc., etc., it's very clear that Virgil is the one that needs to be put forward and in all likelihood will assume the armband from Jordan Henderson as well. Uh, Liverpool want return for former player as Raheem Sterling open to Manchester City exit. So again, this is just the media digest. Liverpool are reportedly interested in signing Tony Cruz. Seems like nonsense considering we have Thiago. Um, Brazilian frustration and finish 4-1. As Brazil beat, beat uh, Uruguay, but obviously Alisson didn't even play in the game. If he'd just been let come come back earlier, 
he would have been able to play against Watford as long as he passed COVID tests because he's vaccinated. So um, it is a little bit, a little bit frustrating. Um, Liverpool want Coutinho back. I, I will bet everything I own that they don't. And then Raheem Sterling open to a move. A, a lot of people won't agree here, but I would take Raheem Sterling back at Liverpool in a, in a heartbeat. He's a sensational player. And I think if you want the best for the club, you want the best players at the club. And he is one of the best players in England. In 17, 18, 18, 19 and 19, 20, I would argue Raheem Sterling was a top. Over those three years, he was a top five player in the league. Last season, he had a poor season. This season, he seems a little bit out of favour, but... The guy is unbelievable. Uh, Liverpool scouting German Philip Coutinho, but faced competition from Bayern Munich and more. Uh, Florian Wirtz of Bayer Leverkusen. Sensational player. Now, it's interesting that Bayern are mentioned. The Bayer Leverkusen Twitter account mentioned the other day, the, the English account, uh, they haven't sold a player to Bayern since 2004. So they don't necessarily want to sell their best young talents in Germany. And if they do, they don't want to sell them to Bayern. They sold Julian Brand, obviously, to to Dortmund. Things haven't gone great for him. But they were adamant they were selling Kai Havertz outside of Germany. And I think it'll be the same with Florian Havertz, to be honest. He is unbelievable. If you haven't watched him play, make sure... The next time you have an opportunity to watch Dortmund, and they're playing Bayern this weekend. Sorry, the next time you have an opportunity to watch Leverkusen, they're playing Bayern this weekend. Make sure, if you get a chance, watch that game. They're the two top teams in the league. Leverkusen looked great this year under uh, Sione, who came in from Young Boys in the summer. Bayern have found the groove under Nagelsmann. This promises to be a really, really good game. Um, on Liverpool... That is the last thing off Liverpool.com. On AnfieldIndex.com, there is an article from Stephen Smith. Oh, sorry, it's not from Stephen Smith. My mistake. This is from Sam Maguire. Um, Should Liverpool move for Usman Dembele on a free transfer? Um, It's just a a piece, you know, a profile piece looking at the pros and cons of young Dembele and what he could bring to the team. Uh, Nice to see Mr. Maguire doing some stuff for, for the website. Uh, if you don't subscribe to his Patreon, I would recommend doing so. There's been great articles on it this week uh, looking at players that have been linked to Liverpool. So Rafinha is one, Vlahovic is one, um, Chimeni of Monaco is one. Let me get it up here. And uh, that doesn't sound right, but let me let me get this Patreon up here and we'll have a look. So Rafinha, Vlahovic, Ivan Tony, Chimeni. Dan Juma and a Q&A. That's just since Sunday. Sam has been prolific this week. If you are an AI Pro subscriber, make sure you're signed up to the newsletter that Sam writes every day for us. And that piece is well worth your while giving it a read. Podcast-wise, there is absolutely loads. On the free side, there is the latest Reds review. So make sure you check that one out. Guy Drinkle steps in for Mark. It's Guy and Jay having a look at September. There is the new... USA podcast, AI USA, uh, with Justin, Kev, Scott, and Lubo. 
having a chat about how good Salah is, Sadio Mane, and the discussion, the, the a discussion about the nature of supporting the team in the social media age. So do check those uh, those podcasts out. If you are an AI Pro subscriber, there is absolutely bundles of stuff. So the latest rival recon is out. Harry Setti joined by Adam Drury to discuss the upcoming game against Watford. Uh, Jason McAteer stops by to do a Legends lowdown with Trev Downey in place of Moby on the spot this week. So make sure and check that one out. There is a new Money Talks, also featuring Trev Downey and Mo Chatra having a look at the Saudi takeover of Newcastle and what it could mean. And the latest edition of Scouted is out. It's myself, Carl and Guy doing a draft. 25 players each, one from each Premier League club and then five wild cards, not from the big six. We did big six rather than the top six that includes Leicester. So it is... Chelsea, Arsenal, Tottenham, the two United, the two Manchester clubs, and ourselves. Um, it's it's a. I think it's fun. It is fun. I think we got three good teams out of it. Uh, so do check that out. There will obviously be post match content this weekend. There will be Raw with myself, Trev, and Harry. There will be uh, a Gags Tandon show, uh, the live call in. So if you want to be part of that, let Gags know. And then on Sunday, uh, there is a podcast to come from myself and Brother Downey as well. Uh, So do get sure to check that one out. And that is everything that is on the list for today, folks. Check out the Anfield Index shop. Check out Anfield Index Pro. Seven-day free trial. If you don't like it, no harm done. If you do like it, stick with it. $4.99 a month. Can't go wrong. Lots and lots of good stuff. Uh, See you tomorrow. No, I'll see you Monday. Bye-bye. Sports Social Podcast Network.